Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. Hi, it's Brad Wilson. Welcome to another one of our In Christ Message podcasts on Loving the Christ Life. What a blessing. What a blessing this is to come to you each week. I have been blessed to have been under Warren Litzman's teachings for many, many years, ever since I was very young, and I still hear things I never, ever heard before, as not only I host these podcasts, but listen to them back. It's just amazing how the Holy Spirit will continue to open up things to us as we move along and search. We're still in the book of Romans, Romans 7, such an interesting chapter this is, and now we're going to get right into more. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. So glad I could come your way today. You know, if I couldn't come and talk to you today, and if I couldn't pick up this Bible and preach the message that Paul brings us from Jesus Christ, if I couldn't do that, I'd have to be in heaven because I'm not going to stop on earth from doing this very thing. As long as the Lord gives me strength to get around and a voice to say it, I'm going to keep on keeping on. I want to talk to you a little bit more about who our brethren is. Who are your brethren? You know why that's important? Jesus said Jesus of Nazareth said on one occasion that you must love the brethren. Love the brethren. Who is he talking about? He was talking about those in the body of Christ should be loved. Should be loved. That may be a hard thing to do, but let me tell you how Bible love works. It is the Holy Spirit moving in you that puts in your mind the idea of love, and it is His part to love through you because He gets it in the instructions of His teaching from the Father. That's how He brings it about. Brethren ought to love one another. People in a church ought to love one another, ought to care one for another. Jesus said on one occasion when the people were having trouble, he said, love one another. What kind of love are you going to use there? It'll have to be the love of God because it isn't in human beings to have the ability to love people because the human beings are so famous or rich or important. I notice people who don't have to live the life of Christ and, uh, or somebody big in the world that it's easy for them to say, now God bless you. God bless you. God bless one and all. Easy for them to say that. But they're not getting the spirit of that from the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit will shed abroad in our hearts the love of God. Will it be our love? No. It's the love of God. 
the Holy Spirit will shed abroad in our hearts the love of God. You understand that? Do you understand, dear friend, as I talk to you, I talk to you by the love of God. I wouldn't be on this broadcast. I wouldn't do this every day. Except the love of God is in me. You say, well, I want to do things as accordingly I love God. you got to go beyond that. Because you'll get a hold of too many things in your sight that's hard to love. Hard to love. I'm made aware of this at the close of each one of my teaching sessions. I've had the folks to take hands and sing a little song with me. The song says, I see Jesus in you. By what you do, by what you say, I see Jesus in you. It's a little longer than that. But why would I have people to stand up and say that at the close of a service? That's my benediction. The reason I say that is because if they don't see Jesus in their neighbor, they've never seen Jesus in themselves. And that's the second verse. I see Jesus in you. And then the second verse begins, I see Jesus in me. You want to know why I do that? So many people say, well, that's foolish. I'm going to leave the service before he sings that. I don't believe that. Dear friend, anybody that's saved in the body of Christ has Christ in them. I'm back again. Nobody is saved by anything they do. They are saved by who Jesus is to them. How Jesus is to them. That's real salvation. Romans 5 and 10 says, we are saved by his life. I didn't mean just his death saves us. We are continually saved by his life. Then where is he? He's in us. He's in us. So I want people to see that. I want people to see that Jesus lives in them. There is no other kind of salvation. People run around saying, well, I can't sing that anymore. I had a wife one time that said, I can not sing that because my husband's standing next to me and I don't see Jesus in him. Maybe if we sung it a little more to him, he would begin to see Jesus, period. But he may not like his wife as much as he did then. Who knows? I got to see Jesus in people. I got to see Christ in the brethren. People who greatly disagree with me on some subject or any subject. I got to see who they are by the love of God. The inexhaustible love of God never will run out, will always be present with me. I don't have to worry about loving people. I don't have to love people for any other reason than the love of God.
Get that? The Holy Spirit will shed abroad in our hearts the love of God. Back to Warren in just a moment to continue this great message from Romans 7. But first, let me just say again what we say over and over, and not to sound like a broken record, but hopefully as you continue to hear these great podcasts, these great teachings from Warren, you understand more and more how important how important this life-changing in Christ message is. Warren had just a wonderful, wonderful way of bringing about these messages in a way that we could all understand. What a blessing that he left so many of these behind. And we urge you to please pass the word about these in Christ messages and this weekly podcast, Loving the Christ Life, to your families and friends. It's life-changing. Hopefully it has been for you. It has been for me, and it will continue to do so. Don't forget to go to our website, christ-life.org. Find out more about us and find these teachings that you can bring into your own home from our bookstore. Now, back to Warren. I love this world. God said, He so loved this world, He gave His most priceless possession to save it. Do I love God enough to give Him my life? I've been stirred these past few days over the fact that these demonized people who are trying to take over governments in Middle Asia and Muslims trying to take over humanity is a hard thing to love. Hard thing to love. I have that problem with politics, with people in government, because the scripture says love those in government that are over you. So you know what I do about the Muslims, and you know what I do about politicians? I pray for them, but I pray that in the fact they're wrong, in the fact they continue to kill and destroy, I pray for them, for God to remove them or to work out their salvation. I'm always having somebody ask me, well, are you praying for those that have authority over you? I sure do. If I don't like their authority, I'm praying that God will remove them. Well, they say you're breaking a lot of ideas there. Yes. We should have been smarter than to vote a person in an office. That wasn't right. But that's never thought of anymore. Downfall after downfall that comes to nations in this world right now is because the people dealt with the wrong people. They put the wrong people in office. They put the wrong people over them. And now they pay the price for it. They're paying the price for it now. Hard to say. But it isn't your love, finally. It's His. It doesn't hurt for you to say to somebody who's spoken evil of you or misused you that you still love them. But you ought to do it. They won't take any stock in it, probably. Won't even believe you, maybe. But you ought to do it because it isn't your love. 
It's His. It isn't your life. It's His. It isn't your heart. It's His. Why am I turning to these things? Because we're living in a day where a Christian, a bona fide Christian with Christ in him, has a hard time in this world. Right now in our world, it's so broken up. It is absolutely so broken. The pieces have fallen out. Ignorance, defiance, foolishness, selfishness has taken over. And the rest of the people are left with nothing but love. Love your enemy? Absolutely. You've got enough of that love in you and the love of God. Love them. You don't have to tolerate them. You don't have to put up with them. You may not have to live with them. And you may not have to do anything about it, but you pray for them because the love of God is in you. A little hard on you? A little hard on you? The world needs to see Jesus. The world doesn't think you and I are going to add anything to them. But the world is wrong. The world is wrong. God so loved the world. He loved them. Probably millions or billions of them got saved out of his love demonstrated by the death of his son on the cross. But he's full of love. He loves the sinner. He loves the disobedient. He loves those who do wrong. He loves those who spit in his face. And that's a regular thing now in politics. Don't have anything to do with God. Don't have anything to do with Jesus. You'll get into trouble. Somebody will bring you to court over that. What a senseless world we live in. Who could think that we could live without God and without Jesus Christ when He's our very life? He is our very life. My prayers are with these hundreds of people in the last two or three weeks who have been killed by maniacs who said if you don't become a Muslim, we're going to kill you, and they killed them. Thank God the Christians stood up and said, Christ is my life. Thank God for that. But how pitiful it is in a world so short of Christians, in a world that has so few Bible-believing people, that just hundreds of them could be killed. But the sadness of that, mothers who had babes in arms got killed. And the little babies slaughtered, heads cut off, they were cut half in two. All for false religion. All for false religion. Muslimism. Dear friend, he's coming soon. And if you've got any heart to seek after God, you better do it now 
because he's ready to put his son in you and make you a new evangelist, missionary, servant of God, as Paul said in our text. He's ready to do that. My time is up. i got to go, but I'll be back later. God love you. Bye-bye. Another amazing message from Warren Litzman from the book of Romans, Romans chapter 7. How interesting when he digs deep into these things and brings out things we never knew or never even thought of thanks to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. We want to thank you for being with us. Don't forget to continue to be with us each and every week as we continue to learn more about the In Christ message. Our thanks to Robbie Litzman for allowing us to go into the archives each week. Valerie Hill, thank you for keeping up the Twitter account. Tammy Laycock, thank you for the wonderful weekly podcast notes. And thank you, Teresa Ferraro, our wonderful producer of this podcast, for the Christ Life Fellowship. Don't forget to visit our website, christ-life.org. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.